0: Hi everyone, this is Dan Holden, founder of Horizon Comms on Remote Control Season 2.
1: Hi Dan, thanks for joining us for Season 2 of Remote Control, great to have you on. And I think since we talked about coming on, you've been uh, taking up a new role in the CIPR Inside group, is that right?
0: Uh, Yeah, thanks Jack. Um, So I've been on the committee for two years, and as you said, uh, I have volunteered myself for the role of treasurer for 2022. Uh, So yeah, certainly going to be a a busy time for us next year. Um, But yeah, really looking forward to it um, and the challenges ahead. And more importantly, uh, helping the uh, IC community. Um, As we know, it's been, uh, this year's definitely been an interesting one and I think certainly next year uh, is going to still give us plenty of challenges um, and importantly, opportunities ahead for the year, which uh, will be great to get involved with.
1: Oh, that that makes uh, that sounds very exciting. I guess this year, that community has probably had to come together more than ever. Has as you found that within the within that committee or, or within the group?
0: Absolutely, um, and I think as well, it's uh, you. Know, there's a couple of bits there. Um, as a group, um, we've definitely uh, bonded. We stood up as a new committee at the start of the year. Um, And then very quickly, as we know, uh, all got put into the virtual world. So we've really um, had to adapt ourselves to working virtually as a new group, um, which is, uh, you know, when we've never met face to face and deliver content events, I suppose the same as in the day job. Um, But we've really supported each other and had to, especially when. Everyone on the committee has got a day job, uh, predominantly focusing on internal communications, um, and then to have the motivation um, to think about then doing internal comms in the evenings and weekends um, certainly puts uh, added pressure on. Um, but everyone involved, you know, is passionate um, about the subject. Um, you know, to you deliver events. Think about, you know, blogs to help each other and some of the resources that we've been able to put together, um, both through the CIPR or in partnership with a few others. Um, But underlying all that, it's really as well, um, you know, a committee that we can rely on each other. You know, it could be just actually some of our committee meetings have been more around checking in, making sure that actually everyone's doing, you know, okay themselves, um, both, you know, personally, family, um, and to you know, sometimes even not talk about internal comms, you know, and to just make sure that we're there on hand. Um, and, you know, we've all been learning this year, uh, you know, there's certainly been no guidebook to help us through um, you know, COVID. So, you know, having just that WhatsApp group on hand to go, oh my goodness, this has just landed on the door and um, following last night's, you know, press news, um, how on earth is everyone else tackling and to even maybe just have those quick five minute calls just to you know um share some ideas just to kind of help give you a bit of focus and um make sure that you know you can calm yourself down and you know have that support virtually um it can often be uncomfortable or hard to speak to maybe people internally when everyone's busy and you're wanting to make sure that you and the team are doing the best job uh, that you can. So it's, you know, that extra network um, of support. Um, so, yeah, certainly as a committee, it's been, uh, you know, all guns blazing, but, you know, importantly, um, you know, we're there for each other.
1: Um, that really sounds in- invaluable support or a support network, like you mentioned, when things have been so busy, so new uh, and so uh, so ready to change. You know, certainly at the start of the pandemic, it was almost every day something new was new advice or new guidelines were coming in. So yeah, having that network on hand must have been yeah really helpful. I can totally see how that would have been something that kind of was used quite regularly and and helped guide and steer that group in into making the the decisions that they needed to.
0: Absolutely. And also, um, you know, if I step outside the committee role, um, I think the IC community as a whole um, has always been, I've mentioned it in a couple of blogs, but have always been an amazing group. Um, And I often say to people who are coming new into the profession, in a way you're not really competing with each other in terms of internal communications and often marketing and looking at new ways of sales and generating leads. Um, But, you know, for us, you know, um, communicating with our employees, that's not quite necessarily the case. Um, And I've certainly seen, you know, um, a great virtual world appear over the last six months. Um, You know, whether it's things like um, the Fort group that's on the guild app is a great example of something that's, um, you know, grown to allow people to connect who are either, you know, looking for opportunities or know of people who they're trying to support into a new role, uh, you know, in signposting uh, to jobs. And, you know, traditionally where I think, you know, we've all been kind of um, maybe a bit reserved in kind of um, putting ourselves out there on social, there's definitely been more of a step up. Uh, you know, I've certainly made a lot of uh, a lot of new connections this year in terms of IC, of people just messaging direct after a bit of advice or just someone to chat to and these are people maybe who wouldn't have reached out before and you know it's um yeah it's certainly a, a, a great community for internal comms online uh you know sharing examples and like i say we're all in the same boat you know we're all trying to find the best way of dealing with you know this virtual uh world that we're now kind of operating in uh, you know in in some cases rolling out new platforms literally within you know overnight or forty eight hours where you know previously we probably would have planned that over months um so you know the power of that community is definitely one that you know, I think will stay with us um and it's definitely brought us closer together within the profession as well
1: yeah that's really that's a really encouraging outcome i suppose of of the crisis has been uh that togetherness that you're describing to sound something that would be great to for it to continue if we're in less choppy waters and whenever that is, that, that sounds like it'd be really beneficial to the profession and especially people new into the role. I mean, goodness me, anyone new into an IC role this year must've been wondering what they did to deserve it, I suppose.
0: I think, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've, um, I've spoken to one or two people who, you know, gone straight into their first you know comms exec kind of role and gone wow this really was what I was expecting um I think you know they certainly embraced it and I think you know it's a great you know you know what great learning opportunity at the same time um you know in terms of you know you'll never uh you know have planned that you know 12 months before but equally the pressure that people are under you know tight deadlines trying to interpret everything that's going on in the world around them and you know it's you unprecedented you know and it's something that you know we're all getting to grips with but yeah definitely um i think you know a lot of our events on the cipr inside group of uh you know being more accessible um yeah you know, and we're reaching people that previously um you know, we didn't so we did an event um a couple of months ago for those that are new into the profession we are stepping up series um, and it was amazing to have someone join from dubai someone join from south africa who probably six months ago we wouldn't have had that either yeah. It was a very uk based audience and um, you know and we're seeing even you know at the senior levels of the you know, things like charterships more people coming globally together and um, because you know we're, we're all in the same situation across the globe you know it's um yes there's cultural differences that um, we need to consider but actually every, you know, whichever country you're in we're all kind of facing this um, same situation so you know, that community uh, I think links definitely increasing. Um, just last week, we posted out some of our measurement reports, um, you know, and I had one go out to Botswana, again, one to Dubai, States and Canada. So it's really showing that, you know, actually, we're coming together, I think, a lot more uh, you know, closer as a profession. Um, and, and that can only be a good thing for us long term. I'm, I'm convinced that those conversations will carry on, you know, and actually we're starting to get insights into different ways of working that we didn't think about, you know. So it's, um, you know, for me, it's a great opportunity.
1: Yeah, that, that's that's really good. And you mentioned there uh, about some of the opportunities to learn with the with the tight deadlines, the, the pressure of, of change. And I think that's really where I wanted the, the focus of this conversation to be around was I saw some of the posts from your Horizon Comms blog around well being. And a couple of the, the episodes on, on remote control have been around how internal comms teams can uh, help make sure that the mental health and, and well-being of the employees is, is looked after and or, or still on the radar but it'd be really interesting to hear your thoughts on on how you think the internal comms teams themselves and the profession themselves have, have have taken the time to look after their their own well-being when it's been so busy it feels like maybe it could easily be neglected.
0: I think you, you've you hit now on the head and it was an interesting one um, when I did some of those blogs because uh, originally the focus was on how can uh, how can I share my experiences with others of you know uh, supporting well-being initiatives in organisations where actually what was uh, becoming quite apparent you know I was experiencing myself as well you know plenty of other people and still are is that um, being Uh, I suppose people people you know we're always thinking of others and you know working you know the extra hours to make sure that we're doing the best we can for our colleagues to make sure they've got the right information uh, everything's timely that like say your own well-being often goes on the back foot um, and it's almost sometimes when it's a bit too late that you kind of weeks down the line thinking I've just been running 110 miles an hour and not had the chance to stop yet Um, and I say it's you know we it's it's absolutely vital that you know throughout this you you have to give yourself that time to put yourself first um and to have those breathing spaces um and i think that's definitely uh i know as an inside committee where we change the focus of our meetings to go from actually you know to stop thinking about planning content six months out and what the next event is but actually just to really check back in how everyone's doing um, and to try and also support others as well, like to pick up when someone isn't quite themselves. And, you know, is there a way that you can support? Um, you know, I think it's very easy that we end up, you know, working at home, you know, dealing with the influx of emails, you know, trying to turn around content, you know, doing your video recordings remotely. Um, and that before you know, it, you think, actually, I've gone, you know, it's now four in the afternoon and, you know, I didn't even stop for my lunch break. so. I think some of it's those you know we're pushing out content to help with well-being reminding colleagues you know to take breaks to go outside and you know uh, you know that the business doesn't expect them to be you know, working 24/7 um that actually we need to make sure we're doing that ourselves you know that you know mm-hmm. we need to step away from the computer and you know give ourselves a lunch break you know um uh, you know our bodies will only function as well as we're looking after them and that's both you know mind soul so it's important that we take on our own advice um i found sometimes i get to the end of the week and you've been so engrossed in you know drafting proofing and you know uh publishing content that actually have i taken the view of the employee and sat read what that advice is saying and thought to myself am i actually taking on board some of those points and I think that's uh, you know, coming right across the um, internal comms board at the moment. Uh, you know, there's some great groups that have um, set up that provide support, uh, you know, both formally and informally. Um, you know, and you know, they've been an absolute uh, you know a blessing for me to you know, have those communities again on hand and actually have someone else go. Are you looking after yourself? You know, rather than me telling others, are they looking after themselves?
1: Yeah, definitely feels that everyone kind of needs that uh, that nudge to to maybe lo- look at their own situation um, and being concerned, like you say, being people people as as in internal comms teams and professionals, that it's very uh, easy to slip into the trap, perhaps of of just focusing on, on everyone else and and just having someone check back on you would be a, a, a kind of a nice reminder. I wonder if there's anything that you've seen is it in terms of being that person to to nudge someone else what type of signs could people look for to to see that someone's maybe not themselves it seems like it might be harder in a remote environment because you can't see the perhaps their their body language outside of a 30 60 minute video call i wonder what else we could we could look for to try and um just check in on someone
0: yeah and you you definitely uh, it's it definitely been like say that virtual space is um, you know you, you like say you're not picking up body language as much you know when we're you know grabbing a coffee in the breakout area um so interesting just last week i did my mental health refresher course and um, so a couple of years ago um you know, i did the two-day first aid of course mental health and it was interesting last week? Um, and that same topic was you know top of the agenda there about how do you spot those signs. and um, so firstly, if anyone is thinking about it, I'd highly recommend um those courses that was run through uh mental health first aid England, and I think it really gets you thinking about uh you know the well being of others, and um, and it's you know, kind of um you know, thinking actually. Are people maybe starting to switch off their video cameras more often with you than they were before? Uh, you know, what's you know, is it telltale signs that maybe people are um, have gone from you know getting into that mind space of I'm up still regularly, you know, I'm up, showered, dressed for work, uh, you know, and ready for the day ahead? To have you noticed changing colleagues actually going, they're kind of in their PJs for most of the day, which wasn't like them maybe a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, Thinking about the environment they're in. So, you know, it's been aware of, you know, I've got colleagues who live on their own. Um, so it's been aware that actually, if they've not got meetings in the diary, that perhaps they aren't talking to people as often. Um, and, you know, have you gone from hearing from someone each day, like who logs in first thing, sends you that quick direct message, going, oh, you know, morning, how's everyone? To going, actually, I generally don't hear from them now until I message them first. And it's those really subtle things that are hard each day to notice are changing because like I say we're probably all logging in uh you know busy as ever um to actually going well yeah actually I, that person isn't you know quite maybe upbeat themselves um to even things like tone of voice you know um on the phone like you know are they as chipper as they were you know when you used to speak to them uh you know are calls you know uh, just as long or perhaps are they being quite not rude, but short on the phone and, you know, keen to get off. Um, And just thinking about what people were up to at the weekends, you know, are they kind of starting to say that they're not going out for fresh air or walks and actually they've been in all weekends. It's definitely going to change how someone emotionally is going to be feeling for the week ahead. Um, I was certainly very guilty of only just this week. I've taken my first week off since March. And again, that was, you know, through no fault other than my own of not thinking of actually, I'll take a week off to recharge the batteries. And it was only when someone said, actually, I think you need to give yourself some downtime and, you know, you you kind of need to have that switch off from work, Um, you know, and that's something we probably don't notice ourselves and it does take someone external to kind of recognise, you know, the situation you're in and to recognise the change in your own behaviour. So, you know, yeah, really think about I suppose my personal advice and experience is, you know, what are those subtle changes you've noticed with someone on video, you know, and actually are they the, you know, the same as what they were maybe a month or two ago? Um, you know, And then I think there's some great tips that I've certainly picked up that I'm more than happy to share about what uh, things I think you can do as a team or with colleagues um, to really help in that space.
1: Yeah, that, that'd be, that'd be great to to hear um, some more about. I also saw, um, one of your posts was around um, you kind of talking about kind of getting outside at some point during the day. That's something I've kind of tried to do. And I think in the UK, as the days get shorter, it's not so easy to do it once the kind of kids' bedtimes are done um, and, you know, just having to wrap up a bit a bit warmer. Um, but yeah, it'd be great to, to hear some, some of the kind of practical tips of things, things that People can do to to maybe relieve some stress or just move their head into some slightly different place than than being really busy all the time. Um, and so yeah, one of your posts kind of went into a bit of detail. So if you're able to t- chat about a few of those things, that would be be interesting, I think.
0: Yeah, absolutely. um some of it, you know, there's elements. I guess um, two parts. I suppose uh, there's things we can do during our working day that kind of helps support us, you know, um, and then also how to, the other hard bit, I guess, is that switch off from, you know, when you finish uh, the working day to then switching over. Um, mm-hmm. Some things that um, I've seen work really well is that actually um, team catch-ups um, for a lot of the time were always video-based, you know, like everyone logging into Zoom or Skype or whichever platform they're using um you know in the same for one one-to-one meetings But actually putting uh some of those uh during the day um to just telephone uh calls and putting in your headphones and actually having a half hour walk and talk team catch up and that i've seen has um, been a really nice one because it's almost it's forcing uh, you and your colleagues to actually step away from your desk a, stand up, which is great for your posture. And, you know, uh, you know, we're all probably guilty of sitting hunched uh, over laptops and things at the moment. But actually just taking a half hour stroll around the block, you know, all within, you know, social distancing and, you know, um, all the right uh, ways of uh, doing so. But it just gets you out. Um, and it could be talking about doesn't need to always be work, you know. And uh, one of the tips that I picked up. Uh, from the event I did last year of Comms Unplugged is actually paying attention to what's around you. Um, so, you know, actually, you know, talking out loud to each other, like, oh, do you know, I've just noticed, uh, you know, changing the colour of the trees at the moment. I think it's quite a nice one as we're starting to reach autumn um, and to really kind of switch you off a little bit. But um, again, getting you outdoors, a bit of fresh air. Um, or if, you know, you've not got the ability to go out, um, you know, saying to your team, actually, why don't you you know, nip downstairs, grab a brew, um, and we'll just put the speakerphone on and just have a conversation while we're sat on sofas, you know? And again, it's just changing your uh, workspace that we would do probably in the office of nipping to the canteen. You know, We wouldn't sit and probably have one-to-ones at the desk, you know, next to each other. And it's just trying to replicate some of those changes.
1: Yeah, um, that makes a lot of sense, actually, just thinking about the change that that has. It- I mean, I'm. Sh- you're seeing it, I'm sure. But when you're having a, a video call, um, especially as a, as a team, not not so much one to one, but a, a team call like that, there's always tends to be someone on the grid that's tapping away at emails or or chats to kind of other teams. And I suppose being out and about, you've got that um, break from staring at a screen. But there's also potential to be a little bit more dialed into the the conversation and a bit more focused on kind of the the team conversation whether that is about work or whether it's about a general catch-up you're not distracted by the thousand other notifications that are coming into your inbox or your yammer or
0: you know whatever it is that you use i think definitely notifications are the worst and you know um you know, I have days where, if I've got no meetings and you're trying to knuckle down to, you know, do quite a detailed piece of content or work on a project, that actually you know, don't feel bad about going right on my instant messenger, I'm going to turn off the notifications on my emails, I'm going to mute my computer so actually I don't get distracted um, so that, you know, you've not got pop-ups. And I think, you know, I've definitely seen an increase in the amount of people who direct message, you know, and suddenly like, you know, what was maybe a quick 10-minute call, suddenly people are putting you in your diaries, as half hour. Mm. Uh, and even things as simple as, you know, um, my lunch breaks, I put in as like, you know, an out of office block. So if any meetings go in at that time, it automatically rejects it. Um, because I just want to make sure that I've got some time in the day for myself. Um, otherwise it's very easy for all those little half hour meetings to build up. Um, and also to never forget about all the little things to celebrate. and uh, you know, it was, um, one post I remember reading was that actually, it can be very easy sometimes in comms because so much is going on, so much changes that you sometimes feel that actually you don't quite achieve as much as you wanted to that week. You know, you're still waiting for sign off, or something's rolled to the next week. And um, you know, in kick off, you know, maybe your weekly team meeting or the start of the week about actually what was it last week, or you know, what was it from the day before that you know uh you managed to do. It could be just something as simple as uh, you know, I managed to tick this off the to do list, or you know what I. Um, you know, I managed to take 10 minutes outside today when the weather is nice, you know, and notice that some of my flowers have come into bloom. But it just puts you just in a little bit of a positive mindset. It doesn't always need to be the big things so of we delivered our town hall and you know the feedback was really good. Never forget about those small things, um, which often I think we do overlook, especially during the busy weeks.
1: Yeah, celebrating those those little wins. There's there's something that we use um it's not quite based on celebrating your own wins but uh use a system called high five where you can just give a really informal quick thanks or well done congratulations to members of the team and it's you know it's a bit of fun it encourages you to use you know a meme or a gif and text box there to write in kind of what what you think they've done well and it's just it's it's nothing that kind of contributes to you know uh a review or anything like that kind of further down the line but it's just a nice way to to say thank you in a you know quite in an in a, in a open setting it's kind of a bit of a, a feed that comes through with those high fives and I suppose it's a little bit like that but just focused on someone else again again uh, as we talked about earlier
0: and like I say, it's just, like I say, it, it, things don't need to be so formal. Like I say, a quick high five, you know, it's it's great. You know, it's the mental concept of praise and rewards. And like I say, which we all appreciate, you know, and um, like I say, probably not, we don't go out seeking it, but it's a nice feeling when it does. Um, I think the other thing that we definitely noticed uh, within internal communicators is, um, you know, and it's, I think my first blog that really shocked me is to, you know, the amount of responses I've got back of people who are saying, you know, God, I feel the same is um, that feeling of uh, overwhelm by everything going on, uh, you know, because we're maybe not having those conversations that you can vent, or when you get that email that irates you, you might kind of quickly vent for a minute or two and gets out your system. Instead, you're kind of getting it on the screen going, allowing things to build up, you know, without talking. So um, another one I found was, you know, at 10 minutes at the end of each day, I just kind of write down my three things I want to do for the next day. And I always, um it was advice I got from a boss a few years ago, of take everything in threes. You know, um I've seen colleagues to-do lists that go over pages and pages, which it's probably the same for all of us. Um, But the reality is, is that, you know, it's, you're looking straight away at, you know, maybe pages of A4 going, how on earth am I going to ever get through this? And that list just builds and builds. Where for me I go, right, if all else, that's three things on the post-it note that tomorrow I want to tick off. And that could be as simple as booking my annual leave, um, publishing that on the internet and and getting that comms plan you know over to a colleague. And yes, you're gonna have more that you need to do, but you'll feel a lot better for going, oh, actually I've crossed those things off, that's that bit done, and taking it in bite-sized chunks. Um, you know, I know there's some great apps out there for like, you know, trying to keep up with everything on the to-do list, whether it's things like uh, Trello or, you know, your uh, maybe Microsoft to-do list. Um, I just find I, they end up overwhelming me because I'm constantly trying to make sure they're up to date and going, oh, I need to add that, and add that. Where I go, actually, what is my focus for tomorrow? They're my three things. Yes, I'll probably get more things done as well. But actually at the end of the day, oh, good, that's done. What's next?
1: yeah that, that makes total sense and yeah i can i can relate to to a short to-do list i'm looking at my my notepad there and um i too i've just been on holiday last week actually and, and i'd have made a little uh to-do list for when i return and yeah there's there's maybe four or five things on there which were right if i do these in the first week when i'm back that's a good first week back um and yeah. Good to say. I've already got one ticked off, and uh, yeah, it, it always feels good to to do that. And and some, same with the, those type of apps. Um, I do use Trello, and yeah, I know what you mean about kind of being overwhelmed. And I don't think that's kind of Trello specific. I think that's kind of um, any type of system out there, because then the need is to make it almost a complete recording of plans as opposed to an initial focus to-do list and 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 maybe there's a a way to use it where you you could kind of triage the 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 huge list into a separate board so that you only tend to look at the 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 shorter to-do list but yeah I I totally understand what you mean about getting overwhelmed it does feel like as soon as you decide to have your work live online you need it all to be there and and then then you've fallen into the trap of being overwhelmed by everything again
0: Oh, definitely, and like I say, you know, the tools out there, like I say, is um, you know, are absolutely great. And I use Trello quite a lot for very really project-based work. You know, that looking at okay, what's on this month, what are the big, the big ticket items. And just personally for me, I found getting into things like checklists and all those other to-do lists and setting dates. I was, you know, I, I know these tools are absolutely powerful, and everyone works slightly different. But I just found actually I'm losing sight and you know I'm getting so you're looking at a to-do list going oh no you know because I've not updated dates I've suddenly got like 21 things that all flag in due today or expired and um, where the reality is there's so much changes um, especially at the moment Um so yeah it's really just honing in on actually what are those um, you know priorities um, and a big part of it as well I think is um, boundaries um, and I learned that last year doing a, a course uh, called compass that um joe hooper from the mad and sad clubs runs and it really gets you to think about actually you know almost some guidelines about you know what is it that's important to you to make sure that actually you know what well, i'm okay logging in a bit early but it's important for me that at five o'clock i'm starting to shut down the computer uh, you know not get caught um and to think about actually uh, you know Sundays, um, you know, is my day for family or my hobby. Uh, you know, for me, I had to rethink really about that, doing a lot with the CIPR inside. It was very easy this year for things to spend all day dealing with internal comms, quickly having dinner with my partner, and then suddenly going back into an internal comm space to do help with the committee. And um, so having, I think, boundaries of actually, you know what, Monday, Tuesday, I'm not gonna do this. I'm gonna focus on me, the family, it's important and it sounds simple but yet it's those kind of things that we start to let slip you know when we're trying to deal with everything that we're doing in the day
1: yeah i think something that i noticed which was actually i noticed the the outcome was that um i've not listened to the podcasts i usually listen to so i kind of fairly religiously listened to um football podcast uh adam buxton podcast and a few others and suddenly my i had no commute my commute was about half an hour 40 minutes each way perfect amount of time to listen to all of or most of a podcast um a day and then suddenly my commute was going across the land into the spare room um and it was kind of thinking oh actually at the at the time when schools and nurseries were closed for for me. It was kind of the transition from working very hard up until five and then kind of coming down to to be part of the family again with no switch off. It was, you know, what did take me a bit of time to get used to and wasn't what I'm used to usually with the kind of the half an hour, 40 minute, um, not sure I should say relaxing in the car, but uh, certainly not not fully yeah different focus and and that suddenly wasn't there it was uh very much just almost like a switch of being not at work at work not at work at work and that type of thing yeah didn't it wasn't as easy or wasn't as smooth as as i'd given it kind of given any thought to it for
0: no i think um it's interesting you say about you know not listening to podcasts i almost um found, I suppose, almost FOMO, and I remember writing about it earlier, was um, that, you know, I think suddenly there was a lot, uh, when everything kicked off and people were at home, there was suddenly a lot more content in terms of webinars, Mm -hmm. online events, um, you know, and content available, that, you know, I almost, um, I suppose, had that feeling of like, oh no, you know, perhaps where before, like say, I would sit and spend Monday night at home, you know, just maybe catch up on telly. I was almost feeling, uh, you know, that was putting pressure myself to go, oh, but, you know, someone published that webinar today about, I don't know, internal comms in the crisis and, you know, I don't want to miss it, so I need to watch it. Um, where actually the reality is that content's going to stay there and actually, mm. you know, well, I really need to watch it there and then. Um, and, you know, a lot of, I think, internal comms people as well, it's reminding about, you know, thinking about your CP, uh, continual professional development plans. And actually, you know, yes, there's lots of great content out there. It will still be there next week and the week after. Um, but, you know, don't forget to think about what the development is you set yourself for the year ahead. Yes, it's really busy at the moment, um, but, you know, you kind of keep to that plan that you set yourself. You know, A, obviously review it and make sure it's still relevant. Um, but, you know, if you set yourself that by the end of the year you want to achieve A, make sure you are still in the background working on that. Um, you know, I think I went a couple of months without even thinking about my CPD, and then suddenly it's like, oh, actually, I don't want to get to 12 months down the line and like, missed out on something that I could have been developing alongside all this.
1: Yeah, that's a re- really good point. And I suppose it almost um, maybe fo- maybe focuses what, what content you are paying attention to. If you had at the outset a, a particular goal to get, get towards, you can really focus on what that is.
0: Yeah, it's you know absolutely things will change, you know, and that's you know, the nature of that plan should be just to kind of, you know, keep you on focus. Um, you know, it might be that you've gone from an in-house role to maybe freelancing, or maybe you were freelancing, you've taken an interim. So it's thinking about actually, you know, alongside everything that's happening, you know, all the your quick responses we're going we're having to do. Um, and part of that as well is well-being sitting within that plan so for me this year it was making sure that actually i had an aim around um, you know uh, looking after myself better and actually going i can't do it all you know i can't do the hobbies the day job and you know think about you know development for the future i need to make sure i've got some downtime built into that um as well so you know it's um you know, well-being has to is it need for me it always sits front and center um and that was probably only really last year that I started to think more about uh, myself rather than just the wellbeing content perhaps I was sharing um with colleagues. Um, so yeah, you yeah, but there's loads of great groups out there Um Comms Unplugged and um, CIPR Health are two that I regularly go to in terms of both uh, for professional uh, resources, but also for my own wellbeing as well. Um, you know, and they've been really good at, Thinking about communicators but also your own uh you know how you look after yourself you know where's the support services that are available to help you when you're kind of feeling down at home
1: yeah i noticed in, in one of the blogs actually you listed a few few groups and um yeah another guest i spoke to recently uh, victoria ford she also mentioned um comms unplugged as a, as a really valuable group or, or or commit not committee but group and uh, to kind of to connect with so that's interesting that came up in, in yours as well
0: yeah absolutely I, um so i went to their event uh, see you in the field uh called 2019 now um know yeah, and it was a real you know two nights um, appreciate it's not for everyone but you know camping uh, you know it's open in marquees and it's really about a you developing as a comms professional um, you know there's workshops um you know on different topics But also importantly, there's the wellbeing aspect, um, you know, sits there Um, and that could be anything from, you know, laughter yoga through to just walks um, out in nature and thinking about gratitude that's around you. Um, And it was only on the drive. And I remember it well, it's on that drive home from that event. I was like, I've really not paid attention to my own wellbeing. And I say I've done a lot in the workplace around, you know, employee assistance programs, well-being at work, managers, colleagues, but actually I'd probably never really sat and looked at myself. Um, And from that, you know, I took a lot, um, you know, in terms of, uh, I do a monthly Fresh Air Friday session, which is about, you know, just taking an hour out to focus on you um, and others, you know, thinking about things like gratitude um, and having space um, to think and just, you know, switching off. Um, So, you know, definitely, um, it has been really important for me and it was probably even two years ago, you know, I would have, you know, ran at full steam, like weekends, making sure I was busy doing, um, you know, the hobbies and things that interest me and making sure that, oh, I've got nothing on tonight. So what can I be doing? What can I be listening to? Where now I've kind of really tried to reverse that and getting better at going, actually, it's, I'm happy tonight just to sit on the sofa and, you know, have a cup of tea, watch some trash telly and go to bed early. You know, I don't feel that sense of guilt that I'm missing out on, you know, uh, an online event that I could be joining or, you know, uh, you know, writing a blog post or something like that. So it's just finding that balance of what works for you, but remembering to stop and think about yourself as well.
1: Yeah, trying to avoid that that burnout, I guess. And I, I saw quite a lot of it in the past probably three, four weeks where unconnected sources on kind of the social channels i use and, and people that i follow and i think even in in, in news articles i was talking about it being really a ha- feeling almost as if it was really hard again that potentially started off as a big shock and a big change but something that everyone was was in altogether um and then it kind of coming out of the total lockdown in the summer in most places and then the new restrictions it certainly felt like even if it wasn't restriction focused it did feel like a, a, it did seem like a lot of people were finding it hard again and I, I know I certainly kind of got into feeling like oh this this now feels like a it, it feels like a slog and I, I didn't necessarily have that previously um there's a lot going on kind of with family and, and maybe it's something to do with the weather as well, being able to get outside more often. Um, but yeah, certainly I don't know if it kind of burnout, or I'm not too sure what it would be. It certainly does seem like quite a lot of people are, are suddenly kind of almost hit a wall and needing something to just kind of give them a bit of a, a boost again. And maybe it's time off or, or kind of realigning their focus, but perhaps.
0: I, I think that's you know is something I've definitely seen. Um, you know, I think a personally myself i felt, um, but more importantly, colleagues around that, uh, you know, we are I think the first couple of months was almost uh, it was all new to us. Like say you've got everyone's kind of um I don't want to say excitement, but everyone's kind of it's those early days of having the benefits of not having that commute for a couple of weeks and yeah. you know, say spending where I think and also a lot of us um our home environments weren't geared to working from home, you know, so you can maybe in the short term go actually I'm all right working at the kitchen table for, you know, a, you know, a couple of weeks where now you know, people are going actually sitting at the kitchen table, you know, the, you, it's not the right work environment. You know, we push a lot in the workplace around, you know, things like, you know, uh, you impact assessments to make sure your desk's right, your posture's right. Um, where, you know, for a lot of people that's, you know, they didn't buy a house or rent a house with that in mind, so they just physically might not have the space for a desk or a computer monitor. And um, I, uh, you know, I think a lot of us have probably fallen into that second wave of going, okay, now the novelty or the thought of waking up, crossing the landing from one bedroom to the second bedroom to now sit in, um, is you're not you're not getting that change of scene of even just. At lunch, you might have nipped down the road to, for a quick coffee, um, you might have nipped even just as simple as walking up a floor to see colleagues in a different space, where now I know I'm getting up every day and it's the same room five days a week, um, which whilst it kind of at first, it was like, oh, this is great, you No, know, it's at home, I've, you know, I've not had to worry about driving, catching the train three days a week where now I'm like, oh, it's the same walls again. And you know, you're not having that natural, you know, as humans, we we want that little bit of change. You know, we want to be able to have a bit of freedom, but I think as well, talking to a lot of people it's because choice is removed from us. I think, you know, if the opportunity was there to maybe one or two days a week, choose to go in and see your team in the office, it probably would feel a little bit easier. It's the fact that I know for the next three months, I have to stay in my room to work. I think that almost makes you feel a little bit more confined. And that's where I know a lot of people have got challenges Um, and it's hard. And a lot of it comes down to, you know, making sure that we're talking. Um, I've seen teams do um, virtual cuddle sessions where, you know, people in the team are just on hand on a call, um, you know, at set time every week just to chin wag and you be on hand just to help support people and talk to each other. Um, I've heard of people, you know, just posting little items in the post um, when they know that the team are maybe feeling a bit down just to put a little smile on their face. And it's, I think, trying to avoid what I kind of call forced fun of Mm -hmm. where, you know, suddenly someone forces a, a big quiz onto you and you're like, I'm really not in the right mind space for this. And just having someone go, actually you know what let's just have a chin work how you're feeling you know kind of try and get off your chest a little bit and to know that you won't be the only one feeling that way and it's just important we are just checking in regularly with each other and linking back to what we were saying earlier just recognizing some of those signs that actually someone just maybe needs that virtual hug and you know or to even say actually you know what Why don't you just take the afternoon off? It's been a busy week, you know. We're all working probably more hours than we would usually, um, and and that's vitally important.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. I I suddenly got an overwhelming urge to give someone a virtual cuddle. That sounds lovely.
0: So yeah, and it's it's those things that you know in the workplace you maybe would do, uh, you know, if we're face to face. uh, It's just trying to think of actually what are those things that we're missing as people. Um, you know, as communicators, you know, we're normally in those meetings. We're normally talking around the office floor, walking, you know, checking in with people. Um, actually, how do you try and make sure that colleagues have that opportunity? Because it's it's hard for people sometimes to speak up and go. Actually, I'm not feeling great, um, you know, because they're fear, you know, worried that, you know, everyone oh, would just be, you know, be seen as moaning, or that, or oh, everyone's feeling that way. You know, why, why should I worry about speaking up? I think we can all help each other out by going, actually, I've noticed that, you know, that person's not feeling great. Um, Even something as simple as, you know, thank you, like e-thank-you cards. I've seen put a big smile on people's face. Um, And, you know, just a personalised note, even maybe flagging to your manager or even a head of department to go, actually, I think the team's feeling a little bit down. And actually, maybe just a quick note of actually, you know, what, everyone, Friday, I want you all logged off, you know, 30 minutes early or, you know, will make a difference, you know, Mm -hmm. in those little things we can be doing to help each other out, um, you know, and sharing those ideas, you know, as a community, you know, going, I've seen plenty of posts on LinkedIn of people going, I can see that the team are flat, I can feel the business, the morale's dropped, what can we do, and sharing all these little ideas. And often the best ones come organically from within the business. It's not a top-down initiative that we're pushing out to everyone. It's just different ways that teams work, you know, of having, you know, I've seen, Plenty of virtual book clubs appear um, in the business. Um, you know, and Again, people kind of replicating um, donut sessions were a great one that I've recently got involved with. They've just, you know, some of these apps like Slack automatically pairs you with someone for a 15-minute coffee do- and donut. Um, you know, and it's all those little informal things we can try and do and see what works.
1: Oh, yeah, that, that, that sounds good. So definitely sign me up for a donut session. That, this, this just <laughs> sounds brilliant. Uh, <laughs> of course um so you actually teed this question up a little bit earlier when you mentioned that you are happy to sit and watch trash tv now the podcast is called remote control and it's kind of shoehorned that title in so i could start asking people what they watch in telly just to get some netflix recommendations so this is the point where i ask you for your for your recommendations what have you been watching
0: And. Um, been watching quite a mix um however my i suppose my complete trash telly series that um i got into unexpectedly was uh below deck um that's just come out on netflix it was on uh, amazon prime and it is literally um you know a fly in the wall about you know um crews that are out on like your luxury yachts um you short 40 minute episodes um, but yet you know somehow I got to the end of season eight and was like I can't believe <laughs> I sat and watched through all this but I think the, the big thing was it was just easy watching mm-hmm. I didn't have to think about it um, you know I mean th- there was an element I think as well of like you know seeing people out in the Mediterranean or out in the Caribbean and um, I mean, I think I took the wrong uh, career, you know, I was watching people you know, do a three day trip and come away with like two and a half grand cash tip. And I'm thinking, Oh, okay. Oh. I'll probably do that for a week. But yeah, that was my um, guilty trash pleasure. I think uh, for lockdown I've just finished. So uh, yes.
1: That sounds like a good bit of escapism. Definitely. <laughs> well, I really appreciate you coming onto the podcast, Dan. Uh, if people want to kind of hear or read more from yourself, where, where should they go?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, the website is probably the best one. And um, there's links uh, to my social channel. So that's, um, horizoncoms.co.uk. Uh, you know, I try to keep up to date with, um, blogs that I think are relevant. Um, and normally are what people kind of message on, uh, me on Twitter or LinkedIn about, so, you know, I'm always open to ideas of, um, ways to help, um, I've also got a little uh, online community that's on the Guild app. So again, the website's got a link to that. Um, Anyone's welcome to join it, you know, ask questions. It's a bit of a... A virtual space um, as well um, otherwise I'm on LinkedIn Dan Holden um, and Twitter as Hold Danny um, as well so you know uh, really accessible but the website's got everything on just uh, with links rather than trying to remember everything.
1: Perfect well I'll make sure I'll include a link to the website in the, the episode notes so that um, for everyone that's listening you can get that from the, the episode description. Well just uh, Leads me to say thank you so much for joining the podcast today. There's some really great content in there about how people should probably be turning their attention towards themselves, uh, and some really great tips and and steps that ch- kind of go into more detail on your website. So yeah, r- big thanks, Dan.
0: No, real pleasure, Jack. And um, thank you for inviting me. And like I say, um, hopefully it helps. And I'm always open to ideas. If you know, if there's um, people find themselves in a situation after a bit of uh, advice you know uh, I think you know the more we share a bit of best practice um, and it doesn't need to be around campaign planning or you know strategy Um, I think some of that day-to-day you know uh, job role is important so thank you remote control
1: an internal comms podcast by stream go